For anyone who's been paying attention lately, it is quite clear that the Democrats are planning on taking away your gun rights and a lot of other ones too. They're moving after the filibuster and then they're going to jam everything down your throat. And after the guns are gone, they are coming for you. Meanwhile, China is invading Taiwan's airspace in the largest aerial invasion ever to date. All of this and more coming up after a short word from our Patriot sponsors. Here we go. Do you love the aroma of a cup of delicious hot coffee to start your day? Mmm, nothing beats it. And with the Great Awakening Coffee, you'll be ready to meet your day with passion. Our specialty is waking people up. And as soon as you taste our coffee, you'll know why. Wake up feeling charged like George Washington with our smooth breakfast blend. Or maybe you're more of a Roosevelt and prefer our cowboy blend. Our set it and forget it program is a hassle-free coffee buying experience backed by our Patriot promise. Meet your day with passion. TheGreatAwakeningCoffee.com Link in description. So the Ninth Circuit has passed a ruling that says Americans have no right to carry guns in public, uh, whether they're concealed or not. Now this affects about a dozen states, but the real concern here is that there is going to be a national push to take away your gun rights. We already know that half the liberal states, you can't really own a gun anyway, and if you can, you gotta have the bullets under lock and key on the other end of the house from the gun, which is under lock and key, and by the time the people are breaking into your home to hurt you or steal from you or rape you or kill you or whatever it may be, you're not even halfway getting that thing out of the safe yet to use it, much less finding the ammo, right? So it's about pointless to have a gun anyway. And if you tried to, if you tried to carry it in public a lot of those places, you'd probably get killed by police. Uh, so, you know, what, what gun rights do you really have in places like Illinois or New York City or California, especially places like L.A.? Probably not much, but you could move to Texas, you could move to Florida, you could move to an open carry state, uh, you could move to a, uh, a gun rights sanctuary, Second Amendment sanctuary, and those are starting to happen, both cities and states, those are starting to happen now. There's talk of, uh, of Second Amendment sanctuary states, right? So the point that I'm more concerned about isn't whether or not they're going to try to force gun control on a particular state, it's when they try to go for the whole pie. And I think that's what's about to happen now. Uh, we already have confirmation, of course, from the White House that, yep, expect some executive orders. They are coming for your guns. Joe Biden is going to be issuing those executive orders. He has no idea what's on them, no idea what he's signing, probably can't even really write his name anymore, but he will be sitting there scribbling on the bottom of those pages and they will make it official. So meanwhile, we also have Joe Biden, who, as I said, can't keep up. He had a cheat sheet uh, telling him which reporters are going to ask him friendly questions and which number to call on them in. I mean, there's an order here. It goes up to at least nine. <laughs> I think he did about a dozen questions or so. Um, and he, you know, he had his cheat sheet because he knew he couldn't answer any legitimate questions. He knows, and his handlers know, that the corruption is just too far gone, the lies are too big, and the whole thing falls apart as soon as one honest person gets in there and starts asking questions. Nemos for Congress, by the way, because if I do run, uh, I will be that person asking those questions. I don't know if a congressman can come to the press uh, secretary or to the, uh, you know, to the, to the press um, events or uh, be a journalist at the same time, but I will do my best to still give you a daily update and call these people out if and when I do win. 
Now, continuing from there, of course, we, we know Joe Biden's not doing his own speeches or, or thinking his own thoughts. I mean, if there's not an earpiece in his ear with Obama in the basement telling him what to say, then certainly he's got a, a cheat sheet list and people ready to kick out all the media as soon as he forgets who he is. He's got moments, you know, where he's almost lucid. Meanwhile, Chinese bombers make the largest ever incursion into Taiwan's airspace in a dramatic message to the West. They are basically saying, we own Taiwan, back off. Now, of course, this would not have happened under President Trump. We would have been ready to go over there and defend Taiwan and go to war with China if necessary because we have a defense pact with Taiwan. Remember, um, China split not that long ago into two factions, and the communist faction uh, under Chairman Mao mass-murdered tens of millions of people, and then the rest of the people from China, they fled to Taiwan, and they don't want anything to do with China, most of them. There are some younger idiots that don't remember their history that just don't care. They think China's cool. But for the most part, this this is the antithesis of China. This is one of China's worst enemies. This is the, the group that says, we don't want communism to take over our culture. We're leaving. We're going over here to this island. We're going to escape. And um, you know what? If, my, if they hadn't done that, I would have never met my wife, who was actually from Taiwan. She was born in Taiwan. She came here as a teenager. I'd have never met her. I would have never had my beautiful little half-Asian babies, right? Athena and Sebastian. I mean, Athena just hit three, and Sebastian just hit one, and they're both still bald, but still beautiful little kids. Um, though eventually, their, their hair's going to come in. <laughs> they got big, bald heads right now. Anyway, um, I, you know, this is a concern because uh, China wants to dominate not only all of Asia, but all of the world. But they also have that one China policy where they their policy is essentially that they own Asia. And that is, uh, that's their policy. That doesn't mean anything to other countries like Taiwan with their own government, their own elected represent representatives, their own, uh, their own politics and political bodies, their own uh, issues and situations, and their own military, by the way. Okay, they have their own military. Uh, continuing, we also, and by the way, that their military has no chance against China without backup. China will invade uh, Taiwan and crush them. Now, they'll have some heavy losses because it's difficult to have a uh, a, a, a landing of that sort with landing troops on a beach, which is essentially what they're going to need to do. But they got the troops and they got the boats and they could do it. They got plenty of aircraft. So it wouldn't be a very long fight. Not only that, but China has tons of missiles pointed at Taiwan pretty much all the time. Continuing from there, we also have the Democrats attempting to nationalize election theft, according to Representative Mo Brooks, with their Voter Fraud Enhancement Act, or also known as H.R. 1. And that's exactly what this is. They will try to nationalize election theft. They will try to nationalize your state's rights. I mean, they're going to go for the full pie, like I said, all the power. They want all the states, all the power. They want all your rights. They want all the guns because they want you to have no options left. Now, continuing from there, we also have... Uh, a very interesting strategy play behind the scenes. Now, I just mentioned in my last video, I believe, I like Joe Manchin. Uh, he's like the only Democrat that I, I kind of respect because he stands up to the other Democrats all the time. Now, he is also a key member that needs to help the Democrats to overturn the filibuster, and he's probably not keen to do that. Now, here's where it gets interesting. Joe Biden just nominated his wife, Gail Manchin, to be a key member of his administration. Now, isn't that interesting? Isn't that timing of that interesting? I don't think anything happens as a coincidence 
in D.C. I don't even believe in coincidences anymore at this, fo- at this point, folks. I believe they're attempting to um, bribe or influence or sway or persuade or even perhaps threaten Joe Manchin into doing what is needed for them to take power. And the filibuster makes it difficult for them to get some of their really unpopular things like tax hikes or gun rights being destroyed, taking away your gun rights, your Second Amendment, destroying your freedom of speech. A lot of these things are not popular with the people. And while there's still the you know somewhat resemblance of being accountable to the people, uh, it will be gone completely if they nationalize election fraud. Uh, these politicians will laugh in your face as they know they will never need your vote again. Okay? And that is when the true tyranny begins. And it is getting to be very interesting. Without the filibuster, I don't think they can pull any of this off. But if they are able to take down the filibuster, it's going to be it's going to be very bad very quickly. Now, we also had one reporter. And, and look, I, I, like I said earlier, <clears throat> the real ones don't get allowed in the room. If they did, this whole charade would be over pretty quickly. But... Sometimes something kind of funny gets through, and it just shows how much of a hypocrite they are. This was one of those times. Good on you, Peter Ducey. He actually asked uh, Press Secretary Jen Psaki if Joe Biden was supporting a relic of Jim Crow era when he defended the filibuster in 2005 as a senator. Remember, Joe Biden recently called uh, the filibuster a relic of the Jim Crow era, even though he used to defend it. And then he also said, for some reason, we have to go back to the filibuster from 120 years ago when he joined the Senate, which makes no sense because, you know, even Joe Biden's not that old. It's just his dementia again. But at least, at the very least, um, this proves the hypocrisy because his own positions change later. Remember, Joe Biden used to be a segregationist. I mean, he's pictured holding hands with the Grand Wizard of the KKK. This guy was quoted. I mean, he's on video talking about how he didn't want his kids to grow up in a racial jungle. He said that if you're not if you're, you're not black, if you didn't vote for me. I mean, uh, what, what was it the exact quote? I think he said, uh, "If you didn't vote for me, you ain't black." I think he said, right? So, I mean, that that is the kind of flip flop, you know, position here one day, position there another day. Uh, mentality of a lot of the politicians, not even just the Democrats, but a lot of the politicians in D.C. And frankly, that is a symptom of a greater problem, and that greater problem is a lack of principles. If you don't have any, if, maybe you've heard the expression, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. And that's exactly what a lot of these politicians are. They they like to be seen as to stand for things, but they don't actually have, a lot of them, any principles to fall back on. So. They don't actually believe anything really strongly other than that they just want more power and money for themselves, right? So that makes them incredibly flexible when it comes to their positions, right? Uh, As Hillary said, you have your public position, you have your private position. A lot of these politicians, that's how they feel. They have their positions, but they don't have principles. If I ever do run for Congress, I'm going to show another example. I'm going to show principles. You know, there's been examples of that. Ron Paul, for example very principled congressman. President Trump, for example, he stood by his promises, he stood by his convictions, even though he took massive flack for it. That is principle. And if you have principle, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's not like God in the sense that you can always fall back on God. That's a greater thing. And and God is, is, you know, a bigger deal than principle in a way. 
But principle is kind of like that in that it gives you a, a, a solid thing in your life to fall back on. You know, I, before I even became Christian, I, I had studied Stoic philosophers. And in, in Stoicism, you, you sort of, you accept that life is sometimes really hard, but you fall back on your principle. Um, and, you, and, and that, I probably didn't say it as well as I could have, but that is my, um, that is my opinion as to why these flip-floppy situations keep on happening. I mean, look at Fauci. Uh, masks don't work. Masks work. Um, masks are symbolic. Take two masks, maybe take three masks and wear. Um, you know, it, it doesn't make any sense. His positions keep changing. And if he if he fall back on the science, if he, if he fell back on the science, then he would have a, a firm set of answers for you every single time. They would always be the same answer. The answer would always be, there's no evidence that the masks work at all. And there's a ton of evidence that they actually harm people and create disease and bad breath and acne and tooth decay and a lot of other weirdnesses like uh, bacterial pneumonia, um, increased sicknesses. I mean, uh, Legionnaire's disease is going back through the roof again now, which is virtually unheard of in today's era. So, uh, you know, that is the kind of flip-floppiness. If you don't have your basic principles, you don't have your basic, uh, you know, honesty in place, you'll always be open to anything. Uh, anyway, rant over. <laughs> Continuing on, Laura Ingram actually cut off President Trump. And here's the thing. President Trump was reiterating how they stole the election, right? And that's kind of his message, and it's what he needs to be saying. And she probably is not allowed to have that message on Fox News. So they probably told her, uh, don't let him talk about election fraud. So she cuts him off. Uh, she shames him in a sense because he did not have a better legal strategy. Now, look, I think there's a there's a pretty good chance based on my sources, and I don't like to use sources often, but I think there's a pretty good chance that um, Rudy Giuliani kind of screwed things up and President Trump could have replaced Giuliani and chose not to do so. Could have He could have got Sidney Powell as a special prosecutor. He could have done a lot of things, but he didn't. So is there is there some potential truth to that? Maybe. But the greater truth is that the Supreme Court and other courts, mostly, not all, but mostly, refused to hear the evidence. They didn't even judge the merits. So to try to blame President Trump for not having a good enough legal strategy is kind of a moot issue when your legal merit was never actually judged. Uh, so, you know, th this is just more dishonesty and deception from people who usually say the right things, except sometimes they show their true colors, and that is Fox News, right? That's what they do. Rhinos, all of them. Republican in name only, but they don't have the principles right, and that's important. So, U.S. military ordered clandestine burning, uh, burning of toxic chemicals in, a poor, uh, in poor neighborhoods. So, uh, this is from years ago. This is a study that was conducted, and it showed that about a decade ago, um, uh, actually, I'm sorry, uh, it, was, it was about a decade ago. Yeah, tw it was 2016 to 2020, so it's not actually that far back. Uh, this is an example that the military will be used to hurt people. Now, the reason I wanted to share this is not to show you, uh, you know, they're poisoning us with chemicals in the environment. Yep, that's that's old news. That's everywhere. And if you're not already aware of that, please get up to date on that. But my point in sharing this one with you is not that government is bad and hurts people. It's that military follows orders. Okay. And the military will be used against the people. And if you are one of those people that think, well, the military would never hurt their own people. Well, some of them would. These did. They followed orders. 
Um, and, and they're also trying to kick out all the ones that won't. They're, they're purging the military and, and the government of everyone who supported President Trump or MAGA principles. So how many of them will be left that won't turn on the American people? And when they figure out who is who, are they going to send all of the good ones off overseas to die in war, in some useless war in foreign sands, like we've been engaged in forever? Uh, these forever wars? Or are they going, and, and then maybe whatever's left will be used against us, right? So that is my point. You cannot put your faith in a government entity or um, institution. That includes the military, folks. At the end of the day, the difference between a warrior and a soldier, and I'm not disrespecting soldiers, but people like to think, the, let, well, let me finish first. The difference is that soldiers have to follow orders, whether they're good or bad. Warriors don't. Soldiers have to go overseas and fight in strange wars that make no sense. Warriors don't. They're free. They choose to fight or they choose not to fight. Um, and there's a lot of digital soldiers online who I would consider to be warriors. Okay, And there's a lot of people offline who I would consider to be warriors. Uh, most of them don't get paid for it. Um, most of them choose to do it against great adversity and attacks and everything else and very few of them get thanked for it. Now, take that to the military side. They get tons of praise. They get tons of thanks. They get discounts at places. They get massive societal honors. They get uplifted, put on a pedestal, and called amazing by most of society. Now, maybe not the Democrats lately. They don't seem to like the military very much, but society considers the military to be a noble profession. When bad governments get into power, military, uh, police, groups like this start to take the noble people and fire them. They start to take the nobility out of the ones who remain. Uh, I can point to dozens of examples where, you know, a policeman spoke out about the Constitution or about unconstitutional orders. They were fired. Um, I can cite numerous examples about how soldiers have blew the whistle and been uh, punished for it. So at the end of the day, we have to put our faith in the people, but not in the institutions, okay? I have no belief whatsoever that 99% of our military would, would actually follow orders to shoot at American citizens or to, to harm us, but this is not going to happen all at once. This is going to happen in shades of gray. They're going to create something to, to make certain groups seem like terrorists, and then they're going to target those groups. You're already seeing that now. Look at the FBI going after thousands of people from January 6th most of whom were not even in the building, or if they were in the building, they were invited in by police, politely, peacefully, lights on, opened doors, and they walked through the, uh, you know, the tour, basically, even there with Capitol Guards on staff, um, on duty, everything. They were basically giving them the tour, and they were within the ropes. I mean, this was, in essence, um, other than the crazy Antifa and a little bit of you know, nonsense, uh, this was a very peaceful um, almost a field trip. <laughs> it was almost like a field trip for those who've been to like those high school field trips where they take you to a museum or something. And they're going after them. They're trying to throw them away. Um, they're trying to give some of these people, patriots, 20, 30 year sentences. Compare that to how they treat the left. I mean, they are going to take groups QAnon, MAGA, Patriots, uh, Proud Boys, Three Percenters, uh, Oath Keepers, whatever it may be. 
Libertarians, remember, Brennan said that libertarians are on the list. So, you know, Christians are definitely on that list. Um, <clears throat> and the list goes on and on. The list is always growing. And eventually, uh, when everyone else is checked off that list, they're coming for you. And by then, there won't be anyone else to stand with you. So that is, uh, that is how the military will be used um, in, in shades of... <laughs> my little one's out there. And they'll, they'll be used in 50 shades of gray because the elite are masters at tearing everything noble out of us. Um, and if we're following orders, you can bet your ass that this government is going to abuse that. Anyway, I'm just kind of ranting and, and it's, been a, it's been a crazy day. I'll see you guys on the next one. I hope you have uh, found this to be a value. Like, share, subscribe, hit the notification icon or whatever uh, this website has. Um, and we'll see you around on nemosnewsnetwork.com. And if you want to get our newsletter updates and stay informed, nemosnewsnetwork.com slash news. If you want to support us, if you want to shop Patriot or donate, go to nemosnewsnetwork.com slash sponsors. Maybe go pick up a bottle of our Sleepy Joe natural sleep formula, which is, in my opinion, probably, in fact, uh, the most powerful sleep formula in the world. It will put you to sleep. You should not drive if you've taken one. Um, but it will make you as sleepy as Joe Biden, I promise. Now with that, but at least it's temporary. It'll wear off in the morning. You won't be sleepy all day. I'll see you on the next one. Dustin Nemos out.